Welcome to the Parent Surviving Homeschooling Podcast. My name is Anita and I'm an Aussie mum coming to you from Abu Dhabi in the UAE. This podcast is dedicated to everyone across the globe who's been thrown into chaos by homeschooling, working from home and government-enforced self-isolation to flatten the curve of coronavirus. Each episode will bring you tips to survive this homeschooling experiment. Some of you are working from home yourselves during this crazy year of 2020 and the coronavirus pandemic. Many of you are super busy and some are a little stressed, so I promise to keep our episodes short and give you tools to walk away with every day that make your life easier. Make sure you go to our podcast website for today's downloadable resources. Welcome to the second episode of Parents Surviving Homeschooling podcast on the 2nd of April, 2020. In this episode, we talk about the importance of planning your day and the power of ownership. But first, I want to tell you about a time in my career that had a big impact on me. At some point in the past, details left out for anonymity of those I worked with, I was handed a project which I was really excited about. I made a quick plan and I jumped right in. Because I made a plan, I thought I was obviously on the right track. The problem was that I didn't stop and look back at my plan often enough. I pushed on, keen as mustard, until a few weeks later when my head was a mess. I was going around in circles, getting tired, losing focus, and most definitely wasn't being productive. When I finally stopped to reflect, I realised that although I had a plan at the start, I failed to stick to that plan, which is almost as bad as not having a plan at all. Not quite as bad, but almost. Over a couple of weeks, I had ups and downs, but at times I'd taken my project in directions that were totally unnecessary. They were interesting paths, but not essential to the success of the project. So what's the big deal? Well, there were external impacts plus those on me internally. The external impacts were I'd wasted time, I'd wasted resources, I led another person in the wrong direction, I led that person to lead me in the wrong direction, and the project was behind schedule. The impacts on me personally was that I lost motivation, I was embarrassed, even if others didn't realise my failure, I did, and I lost faith in myself. Yet, hey, I'm a glass half full person, so with every failure comes an opportunity. I learned a massive lesson about planning. The Benjamin Franklin saying of, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail, is just as true today as it was in the 1700s. If you don't have a clear plan, your chance of success is limited. You might get there eventually, but sure enough, it won't be the fastest and the most effective way, and you'll have losses along the way. If you have a plan but fail to follow it, you're also not going to find success. So every failure brings an opportunity to learn, and I did. I researched and found out what works for me and how to adapt it for anyone, and it aligns with all the research. So today's downloadable resource walks you through a checklist to plan your day and week to identify your goals and work through for success. The key points that you'll find on the worksheet are, choose a planning tool that suits you. Page three of today's downloadable resource has a planning tool. You can either use that, use a blank piece of paper, an online calendar, pretty much whatever works for you. Then identify where you are most productive. So are you most productive at a desk, at a table in the backyard, on your balcony? Where is it that works for you? Then identify what time you have available to you and what times of the day you can realistically get things done. Set a start time and stick to it. If you're homeschooling, a start point might be the time that school normally starts. Hey, you've already saved time because you don't have to drive there. So it's a win-win. Then consider what time you're most productive. So do you work your best early in the morning, mid-morning, lunchtime, late in the day? 
work it out and then be specific and then schedule your priority tasks to work around those really productive times for you. Decide if you'll plan your tasks at the end of the previous day or at the first task of the new day. Make this a routine so that you hit the ground running every single day. Write a list of everything you need and you want to complete and the approximate time that you need for each of those. Make sure you factor in extra time for those unexpected delays or uh, strange events that pop up in your day. Now really importantly, consider what your priority task for the day is. So if you had only time to complete one task, what would it be? So that's the thing that you really must focus on. Page two of today's resource explains the Eisenhower matrix, which helps you prioritize your do first task, your other tasks to schedule, tasks that can be delegated, and tasks that can be ditched. The priority task for each day is a do first task. You need to factor in break times. Short breaks are known to restore motivation and focus. They increase energy and creativity. And breaks should include time away from screens, looking into the distance and at bright colors, and have bursts of movement. Now, if you're scheduling schoolwork, you need to work within the time frame set by your teacher. If you're struggling, make sure you always discuss it with your teacher. So another year and a different supervisor. I found myself at another time working for, let's call him Bob. I respected Bob as a person. He was a really lovely guy, but he was a terrible micromanager. Bob loved our field so much that he couldn't let go of doing the job in order to supervise me or the other staff. At every turn, Bob would tell us what to do and how to do it with every little detail. Now, normally I'm a really motivated person. I get my work done and I've got a smile on my face and I enjoy my work and my life. But not with Bob as my supervisor. I found myself hating my job, which I hated myself for as I'm not normally a negative person. Plus the toxic feelings that I had at work spread to my home life as I was going home unhappy pretty much every day. And no partner deserves to wear the brunt of an unhappy worker. It's really not their fault. I started to doubt myself, thinking it must be my fault, otherwise Bob wouldn't be micromanaging me. My work performance must be pretty bad. After six months of hating my job and going home unhappy, I left that job. I bounced back in no time and was enjoying my life again and my job. It turns out it wasn't me. It was more about Bob and his need to micromanage every part of his employee's day. But my time working with Bob taught me the importance of empowering those around me. When we treat people as if they need our help, they'll continue to rely on us. And when we do so, many of those people will avoid taking responsibility. Even more importantly, their motivation drops as does their productivity. So when you take over and direct every part of their day, you kill them with your good intentions. However, when we treat both adults and kids as if they will do the right thing, you know what? They probably will do the right thing. Tell them that you trust them and give them ownership over their day. Of course, within the uh, appropriate age boundaries. And coach them using open questions instead of directing their every move. So younger kids and kids with special learning needs are likely to be an exception. They need extra attention. However, still try these tips out within the boundaries of what your kids need. Most of us aren't teachers and homeschooling can be really tough. Yet with a few small changes, we can make this crazy situation work. All of the tips are simple and you likely know most of it, yet we all need reminders to put it into practice. So today's tips to survive homeschooling and work from home, get your kids and yourself to write your own schedule and own it. Encourage them to take control and take responsibility for their own day. Tell them you trust them. Students who have a sense of ownership over their learning are more confident, have greater commitment towards goals. They believe that success is within their control 
They demonstrate initiative, self-direction and have greater productivity. As the parent, take a step back and give your kids the opportunity to step up. When you find yourself wanting to jump in and manage their time, stop and ask them an open question to get them back on track. An open question makes them come up with the answer and then they own the next action. So as an example, hey Billy, you set your times at the start of today, how are you going with it? If you take a longer break or play Nintendo now, Billy, what time will you finish your schoolwork today? How will you feel if you're still going at 5pm because you stopped now? What will you miss out on later? These are some of the questions that you can ask that get that kid thinking about what their actions are and what the impacts are and it's their choice about what to do next. You don't have to tell them, they're probably going to come up with the right answer and get back on track. Some won't care, but many will. In a nutshell, plan your days, stick to it, give your kids ownership over their day and tell them that you trust them. Then give them space to do it. Hold back and let them take responsibility. Download today's resource, which has a planning checklist, the Eisenhower planning matrix and a daily schedule. Use open questions to keep yourself and your kids on track. Check in daily for new episodes and make this your morning ritual with a cuppa before the day's madness starts. Join me tomorrow when we chat about the importance of SMART goals to give yourself and your kids a realistic chance of achieving whatever your goals are for the day, the week or the year. Thanks for listening to Parent Surviving Homeschool podcast with Anita Green. Download today's resource now, episode two, scheduling and ownership. We didn't expect the craziness that 2020 has thrown at us, yet we can work together, learn an enormous amount and come out the other side smarter, closer and stronger.